0: Lots to cover today. In today's show, Bitcoin's energy value metric puts the Bitcoin fair value at $47,000 per coin. And quoting Max Kaiser, don't underestimate Bitcoin. It's destroying all the central banks and the nation states. Max also says that properly secured Bitcoin is the first truly unconfiscatable property that humans have ever known preach. Also in today's show, approximately 182 individuals globally now own cryptocurrency worth at least 100 million dollars. I'll be breaking down this latest new study, as well as Congressman Tom Emmer sponsors the amendment to limit the SEC's crypto oversight. We'll also be discussing 73 trillion dollar wealth transfer is incoming, according to legendary billionaire Ray Dalio. Also in today's show, the Bitcoin revolution will not be televised. It's here, fam. El Salvador t- into volcanoes to power cryptocurrency, mining hubs. We'll also be discussing Michael Saylor, who recently shared three catalysts, which will take the Bitcoin price to $5 million per coin within the next 36 months. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Net. Welcome to everyone just tuning in. Welcome to another and Sat, Saturday, a beautiful weekend here. Today is September 9th, 2023. I'm your host, JV, and this is pod episode number 1396. So let's get it. Let's kick it off with today's market watch. As you can see here, Bitcoin barely in the red, maintaining $25,800. We have Ether barely holding on to $1,600. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we barely have the crypto market cap holding on to that Billion dollar milestone, we're roughly 14 billion in volume at the past twenty-four hours. That means the volume is down roughly fifty percent, like whoa. With the Bitcoin dominance, which has been pretty stagnant at 48.3%, and the ether dominance at 18. 0.8%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we have Mina Lead in the Pack up almost 4%, trading just above 39 cents, followed by Stellar Lumens up almost 4%, trading above 13 cents, followed by KuCoin Token up 3.5%, trading at $4.19. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, it's a pretty mixed bag. We do have gainers, we do have losers, and surprisingly, FTT, the scam token created by FTX and Sam Bankman Free is up 12% lead in the back. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 41 in fear, yesterday a 46, last week a 39, and last month a 53, which is... Neutral. So there you have it. Welcome everyone in that live chat. I appreciate all the support. Let me know where you're tuning in from. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, drop them in the chat. And at the end of the show, we'll be reading all of those comments out loud. Now let's dive into the fair value of Bitcoin right now. According to analysts, is currently forty seven thousand dollars, which is what? virtually almost double the current price action. That's right. The Bitcoin price is trading in a frustratingly tight range between 25.5 and 26.5, leaving traders unsure of the next direction that the asset can take. Now we have Charles Edwards, founder of Capriole Investments. He believes Bitcoin's current price represents a low risk term, long term buying opportunity. Edwards' view is based on Bitcoin's production costs as well as energy value. Now Capriole Investments energy value theory gives a fair value price Of $47,200. And Edwards reiterated his bullish stance by saying the Bitcoin's production cost gives a floor price estimation of around $23,000 with a 100% hit ratio. The trade has a risk reward ratio of 1 to 5, with the potential for even higher price targets. But Edwards added it is based on the assumption that the rally price would stop at the fair value, which it has never done. Quoting Charles Edwards here My favorite Bitcoin chart right now, the relative distance between the Bitcoin price, the historical historical price floor and fair value. That's a five to one risk reward, assuming no hype and the price would stop at the fair value, which it never has. Now Edwards proposed Bitcoin's energy value theory back in December of 2019. According to the theory, the fair value of Bitcoin can be estimated by the amount of energy it takes to produce a Bitcoin. The model assumes that the more work that has been put into something, the more valuable it is. Now, this year in 2023, the amount of energy spent in Bitcoin mining has been on the rise as mining companies increase their capacity and share of the hash rate with the installation of new ASICs and by preparing for the halving, which is scheduled to be six months out sometime in April of 2024. And according to Edwards, the Bitcoin energy value reflects the fair value. Bitcoin's energy value has shown a strong correlation with Bitcoin's spot price, and this suggests the theory is at least somewhat valid. However, there are some caveats, of course, to every theory. One limitation is that Bitcoin's energy value is not always accurate. This is because the mining energy efficiency obviously varies over time. And additionally, the theory does not take into account other factors that can affect the price of Bitcoin, such as the market's current demand and supply and the steps taken by miners ahead of the halving next year, as well as black swan events, right? The Bitcoin's current spot liquidity data on Binance indicates that buyers are looking at the 24-6 level for support. However, the bullish momentum appears to be fading as most traders are crowded. Around the yearly low levels and hoping that these hold. The liquidation levels of future orders from CoinGlass show that buyers are expecting a downside of 24,600 with smaller liquidations extending towards the 23,000 level. Now, notably, the price range between 25 and 25,5 has the most leverage orders and significantly high volumes, making them hot targets for traders, which you can see here. Now, should the price drop to the 23,000 level, the buyer's conviction will obviously be tested and a drop below low 23 would target the 21.4 and 19.5 levels from back of last year of 2022. So there you have it. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, I love these quotes, don't underestimate Bitcoin. It's destroying all the central banks and the nation states' facts. Also, he says that properly secured Bitcoin is the first truly unconfiscatable property that humans have ever known, which is the truth and a reminder not to keep your uh, crypto on a centralized exchange, not your keys Not your coins. So research how to you know hold your Bitcoin properly via cold storage and what Max is suggesting in that post. Now let's break down our next story of the day. Now we covered our technical analysis and we know the fair value of Bitcoin is closer to 46,000, even though we're only currently trading at 26,000. Now let's break down the fact there are hundreds of people worth hundreds of millions of dollars in crypto right now, according to this latest report, which is quite interesting and the new study according to a new study by financial advisement group Henley and Partners dozens of global crypto entrepreneurs and now centi millionaires almost half of them either obtaining their wealth from holding or trading bitcoin the top crypto asset by market cap Quoting the study here, this first-of-its-kind report includes exclusive statistics on the number of crypto and Bitcoin millionaires, centi-millionaires, and billionaires provided by global wealth intelligence firm New World Wealth, as well as insights from leading academics, industry experts, and crypto players. In the Global Super Rich League, there are now 182 crypto centi-millionaires, which are namely high-net-worth individuals with crypto holdings of $100 million or more, 78 of whom are Bitcoiners all six of the world's 22 crypto billionaires have amassed their fortunes from trading Bitcoin. Good insights. The study also finds that high net worth investors are looking into migrating to new nations that are less likely to overregulate or ban crypto assets. As stated by Dr. Georg Steffen, the CEO of Henley & Partners, in a press release, quitting him here, we have seen a significant spike in inquiries from crypto millionaires over the past six months looking to protect themselves against any potential future bans on the trading or the use of cryptos in the Their own countries and mitigate the risk of aggressively fiscal policies that tax digital assets at source the study's methodology includes data from wealth intelligence firm new world wealth and insights from leading academics and industry leaders as well as henley and partners own crypto adoption index which compares the top investment migration programs for digital asset entrepreneurs now according to henley and partners the statistics from the new world health focus on Uh, Yeah, on the movement patterns and spending habits of over 150,000 deep-pocketed individuals with a focus on those with at least $10 million in investable assets. Now, the million-dollar question becomes, how many of you are eventually going to be worth $100 million or more by hodling your precious Bitcoin? Let me know, hodl fam, in that live chat. And now let's break down our next story of the day. Massive shout-out to everyone in our live chat. I appreciate the support, fam, and I know it's popping right now. Now let's discuss the latest from Congressman Tom. Tom Emmer, sponsoring a new amendment to limit the SEC's crypto oversight. Uh, That's right. U.S. Representative Tom Emmer, Majority Whip of the U.S. House of Representatives, had previously expressed concerns about the U.S. SEC's actions in the crypto industry, sponsored an appropriations amendment restricting the SEC's use of funds on digital asset enforcement on September 8th. Let's go, Emmer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. In his statement, Emmer criticizes SEC Chairman No Clarity Gary, alleging he has overstepped his authority. Let me know if you agree with Emmer, which is negatively affecting the American people. Emmer urged Congress to utilize its available methods and proper procedures to thwart any potential misuse of taxpayer funds by No Clarity Gary Gensler and the SEC. Emmer previously jointly sponsored several bills seeking to enhance regulatory transparency in the United States. And as he shared here on X, Gary Gensler, in which he tagged, has abused his authority to grow the administrative state at the detriment of the American people. Congress must use our tools, including the appropriation process, to restrict Chairman Gensler from further weaponizing taxpayer dollars. And he just tweeted that yesterday, September 8th, at 12.55 p.m. So again, massive shout-out to Emmer. The appropriations amendment will limit the SEC's utilization for funds for digital asset enforcement until comprehensive rules and regulations are put in place. The absence of crypto regulations has raised Major concerns about the SEC's substantial expenditures and legal disputes with numerous crypto entities, potentially weaponizing taxpayer funds. Very uh, bold choice of words and very accurate, in my humble opinion. Now, in uh March, Emmer introduced the Blockchain Regulatory Certainty Act, which clarifies that blockchain developers and service providers are not considered money transmitters as they do not hold consumers' funds in custody. The bill distinguishes between custody providers and non custody providers, relieving the latter from unnecessary compliance burdens that might hinder innovation in the United States. This clarification ensures that validators, miners, and other non custodial service providers are not categorized in the same way as custody providers. Key figures. In the blockchain sector, include Blockchain Association CEO Kristen Smith and Crypto Council CEO Sheila Warren, who expressed support for the proposed legislation. Now, Congressman Emmer has also thrown his support behind Representative Warren Davidson's SEC Stabilization Act, which seeks to remove Mr. No Clarity Gary Gensler from his position as the SEC chairman. So there you have it. Do you think they can likely win and get Mr. No Clarity Gary removed from the SEC? Or do you think he'll likely play out his term? And potentially resign. What are your honest thoughts? uh, Let me know. And much respect to the congressmen who are calling out the unlawful action of the SEC. I think this is long overdue as they have been keeping crypto in a chokehold for quite some time. And this is stifling innovation, obviously, in the United States as more more people, and major businesses are opening up shop overseas in places such as El Salvador, where crypto is welcome, especially Bitcoin being a legal tender. So there you have it. Now let's break down. According to billionaire legendary investor Ray Dalio, he says there's a $73 trillion wealth transfers incoming into crypto. So let's break this down and shout out to Ray Dalio. The billionaire investor believes that historically massive transfer of wealth has already been quietly boosted by the the central banks from all over the world. An estimated $73 trillion transfer of wealth is now underway as baby boomers bequeath assets to the next generation. And according to a new economic update from Dalio, the wealth transfer has been buoyed by the central banks, which funneled capital into the hands of households and businesses during the free money era of low interest rates. Quoting him here, as a result of this coordinated government maneuver, the household sector's balance sheets and income statements are in good shape, while the governments are in bad shape. Preach, in the U.S. and globally, the central government's balance sheets and income statements are bad and getting worse because the governments ran and are still running large deficits. They also had big losses on the government bonds they bought to fund the government debt. And with their balance sheets where they are, are losing money where interest rates are. Millennials are set to receive the majority of the $73 trillion windfall, which is expected to be completed and handed down by the year 2045. And at the same time, Dalio says that the stage is now set for the governments to suffer the consequences of loose monetary policies, battling bad balance sheets with tolerably slow growth, as well as inflation, quoting him again. Over the long term, from looking at history and penciling out what is likely, it is virtually certain, that central government deficits will be large. And it is highly prob... Yeah, probable that they will grow at an increasing rate as the increasing debt service cost plus increasing other budget costs compound upward. And as they increase, the governments will need to sell more debt. So there will be a self-reinforcing debt spiral that will lead to market-imposed debt limits, while central banks will be forced to print more money and buy more debt as they experience losses and deteriorating balance sheets. So there you have it. How much of that $73 trillion wealth transfer do you think will pour directly into the King Crypto, BTC? That's a great question as I covered in yesterday's episode, I believe, we talked about $30 trillion being entered into the Bitcoin market just as a result of the Bitcoin ETFs being approved in the United States. So lo and behold, it is a coming. It's just a question of when. If I was to guess, I'd say more than likely, the spot Bitcoin ETF will finally be approved in the United States by the year 2024, which is next year, the year of the next Bitcoin Haven. Now let's discuss the latest of what's popping and going on over in El Salvador right now, as this break-in story was just published. And I want to break this down. The nation of El Salvador, as we all know, became the first country in the world to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender. At the beginning of June, El Salvador's president, Bokele, responded to the ratification of the Bitcoin law in the nation's Congress by stating on uh, X which was formerly known as Twitter this is going to evolve fast and now the president instructed the geothermal energy sector to utilize the nation's 22 major volcanoes to power the bitcoin mining hubs Let's freaking go, volcano energy, bring it. The president of El Salvador, Nayib Bokele, tweeted, our engineers just informed me that they dug a new well, which will provide approximately 95 megawatts of 100% clean, zero emission geothermal energy from all volcanoes. That's what's up. Geothermal energy is how they uh, possess the energy for the mining from the crypto hubs. Now the initiative could see El Salvador make revenues in excess of 250 million per year, which is roughly, what, that's like a quarter billion dollars. Let's go. Now, George Kikavaz, the Global Blockchain Business Council, responded to the tweet and said, Mr. President Bukele's 95 megawatts can generate three exahashes, hashes, which is around 600 Bitcoin in revenue per month or $250 million per year. Now, he also says, I am confident with these metrics you can structure a proper JV, shout out to JV, with credible investors to take care of the IMF once and for all. And speaking about El Salvador's move, Bitcoin Pi, Pioneer Max Kaiser told Express UK, Bitcoin was designed to be a central bank killer. One of my favorite quotes, right? He goes on to share that the IMF will probably be the first to go. I'd be advised at El Salvador, or I've advised El Salvador, create new volcano bonds backed by future Bitcoin mining revenues to recapitalize their balance sheet and retire the IMF loans. So take that IMF. I know of two banks in New York that are working on this now. Property prices in El Salvador are set to triple this decade as several countries in the region, which include Argentina, Guatemala, and Paraguay, and others will announce shortly they are following El Salvador's example. Let's freaking go. Could you imagine Bitcoin becoming a legal tender in a big country like Argentina, which is much, much larger in population size than El Salvador, followed by other countries in Latin America? You already know, fam. Quitting max again. Other central banks. Banks, such as the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve Bank in America are also at risk of being disintermediated as Bitcoin rises to become the world's reserve currency. And you already know, if Bitcoin does become the world reserve currency, watch out, we go into the moon, fam. Mr. Kaiser suggests that volcano bonds should be floated to finance El Salvador's geothermal Bitcoin mining operations. He tweeted to the CEO of Galaxy Investment Partners the following, what about you guys, floating $1 billion in bonds backed by future Bitcoin mining Output for El Salvador to pay off the IMF. Now it was not long before giant J.P. Morgan took notice of the events and warned that El Salvador's decision to adopt Bitcoin as the legal tender will jeopardize its negotiations with the IMF. Now, commenting on the move, the J.P. Morgan client note stated, "As with the dollarization in the early 2000s, this move does not seem motivated by stability concerns, but rather growth-oriented. But it is difficult to see any tangible economic benefits associated with adopting." than Bitcoin as a second form of legal tender, and it may imperil uh, negotiations with the IMF. And responding to the news, we had George from Cryptos RS. shout out to George, said major financial institutions such as JP Morgan are criticizing the move by El Salvador because they want to maintain their power. Facts. He also added that global institutions were going after El Salvador for trying to free itself from the IMF. So there you have it. How do you feel this will likely play out in the end? Do let me know. I just hope, more uh, uh, adoption continues as more countries around the world make Bitcoin a legal tender following in the footsteps of El Salvador. And I cannot wait for those uh, Bitcoin mining hubs using the geothermal energy to be in full effect. But we are told it could take a few years to set up properly. But right now, in the meantime, they're still doing other free energy methods, or I should say clean energy methods to produce uh, Bitcoin such as solar, et cetera. And with that being shared, now for the moment you have all been waiting for, and that's Michael Saylor's most recent $5 million price prediction. He recently did an X Spaces, and I transcribed it because I found it very valuable, and I also think it'll be very val- valuable for you to learn what Michael Saylor had to share. If you're excited to hear it, Let me know in the chat. And again, at the end of this story, we'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. So first and foremost, massive shout out to Michael Saylor. So again, in a recent interview, which I just transcribed this morning in this ex post, here's what Michael Saylor had to say. First of all, Bitcoin is going up by a factor of 10, whether they can fix any of this stuff. It is going to be a grind up by a factor of 10 just because gold is broken and Bitcoin is going to replace gold. And now everybody in the universe knows they need a non-sovereign store value in the form of a bearer instrument. For the last year, people said inflation may be coming. We are not sure. Now the mainstream narrative has flipped to inflation is here. You need an inflation hedge. So it's going to grind up to replace gold. It is going to go to $500,000 a coin, regardless of whether they fix these things. Here are three, things that are massive catalysts that can cause an acceleration. Those three things don't take us to $500,000. They take us to $5 million per Bitcoin. Those three things are, number one, a spot Bitcoin ETF, where someone can go ahead and buy $100 million worth of Bitcoin via an ETF security. I think that's one. Number two, your bank is going to custody it for you and lend against it. And number three, I can mark it up or down on my balance sheet based on fair. Their value, it will be parapasu on the way I handle Apple stock, or at least that good. If you have property with fair value accounting, by the way, it becomes parapassu to the way you handle treasury bonds and a treasury balance sheet. Treasuries are better than stocks because a treasury, uh, treasury is property, whereas a stock is a security and you're capped out at 40% of your balance sheet of securities. So it would be a major, major breakthrough if you saw any of those three things. I'll end with this one observation in which I tweeted last week, and I believe it is very powerful. So listen up. If the banks can hold the stuff on their balance sheet, when a new class of investors are going to buy it, people are going to put in a billion and multi-billion dollar orders to buy it as a treasury asset. Nobody is going to sell it because there is no reason to sell it if you can borrow against it. Preach. So you'll be borrowing against Bitcoin. Nobody is ever going to sell it. And then as I joked, you won't be able to afford it. Well, you'll be able to afford it. But as you know, everyone gets Bitcoin at the price they deserve. Facts. And when the banks normalize it and you can draw $100 million credit line at 100 basis points from an FDIC, insured bank. At that point, right where we're going to blow through the market cap of gold by a factor of 10x and do the math, what is the gold market cap today? It's probably just north of 10 trillion. So we're talking about A factor of 10 would mean 100 trillion market cap for Bitcoin. Just FYI, fam, let that sink in. I think the best thing is that those three things are likely to happen. I don't know if they happen in 36 months, which is three years, or 24 months, which is two years, or 12 months within the next year. But I'd be shocked if it's more than 36 months. And I hope it doesn't happen in 12 months, because my view is the longer it takes, the more progressive the grind, the more time I have to buy more of it. So there you have it coming directly from the GigaChat. Michael Saylor, let me know if you agree or disagree that the Bitcoin market cap will eventually hit $100 trillion, surpassing gold market cap by a factor of 10, sending the Bitcoin price to $5 million plus. Per coin, as outlined in his prediction. Also, like to point out, I remember when Michael Saylor first made this $5 million prediction originally back in 2021. He went on to share, I can see Bitcoin going to a million dollars. I can see it going to five million dollars. Because if it simply replaces all the indexes as the monetary index money, why shouldn't it go to a hundred trillion market cap or something? And that's what he just reiterated in his most recent interview, virtually saying the Bitcoin market cap will surpass the market cap by a factor of 10, which would mean $100 trillion. He also went on to share, in my life, I have never seen something that was such a screaming signal, referring to the Bitcoin signal. You have got a 200 to $300 trillion addressable market. You have got a problem. Money is not sound. You've got engineered thermodynamically sound money. You have got a dominant network. Everybody's decided it's the network. And guess what? It's exploding. The signal that is exploding, it is growing 200% per year, every year for 12 years running. That, my friend, is the signal. And he goes on to share now, do I think that Apple, Amazon, Facebook, and Google are going to buy up a factor of 10 from this point? Not really. I think they're plus 20, minus 20, plus 100. Maybe they'll double, or maybe they'll triple. He also said that Bitcoin got to be much easier trade in March of 2020. And every month since March of 2020, it's been de-risk exponentially. And then the need is exponentially exploding. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the prediction of Michael Saylor. And what are your thoughts surrounding the Bitcoin price hitting a factor of freaking $5 million per coin potentially within the next 36 months as he outlined once those three things happen, which he predicts will happen within the next 36 months. Let me know your thoughts. As I've been sharing on the show, the two most bullish catalysts in my humble opinion is that Bitcoin having now six months out scheduled to be in April of 2024, as well as the Bitcoin ETF which was first and foremost on the list from Michael Saylor even top G Andrew Tate is talking about he cannot wait for the Bitcoin uh, ETF to be approved and that was also on the top mind of the top G with all of the ludicrous things he's experiencing in his life with lawsuits and you know being sent to prison so it goes to show you I mean everyone is concerned when Bitcoin ETF because we know once we get that approval game over we're gonna have trillions of dollars ushered right into the King Crypto, which will change the entire crypto landscape. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.